Guys, I think the pasta goes next to the macaroons. Oh, okay. So there's left. That's what it sounded like when the grade 5 class from Toronto's Leo Beck Day School spent the morning at Beth Emmeth Synagogue Social Hall, packing tins of mandarin oranges and matzah and all in all about 30 Passover grocery items into cardboard boxes. These will be destined for delivery to 3,000 needy Jewish households this week. The kids were volunteering at the annual Passover food drive run by the National Council of Jewish Women of Canada's Toronto branch. And this year, it's their 40th year of the project. So it's a milestone, but not when the organizers are celebrating. Just the opposite. They're sad about it. They wish they weren't needed. But with COVID these past few years raising the need, and now inflation on top of that making grocery prices soar, their case numbers have risen 30% over last year when they handed out only 2,300 boxes. That's the highest they've ever had and includes hundreds of elderly Holocaust survivors who didn't need it until now. And also Ukrainian immigrants. It's a situation being repeated this week all across Canada. And I've had people call in and put in their quote-unquote orders with me. Can we request this? Can we request that? I mean, I've some items are $4 more per item, whether it's instant coffee or I have a few people who want jarred gefilte fish. And that's an incredible cost increase. And it does definitely impact what we can get for people. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, March the 27th, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. Well, I'm sure you've noticed the prices for Passover food products in the stores. Last week, I saw a frozen lemon meringue cake that was selling for $55 at a kosher Sobeys in Thornhill. It was actually $44 just across town at Anthony's, no frills. And two years ago, that same cake was selling for just $29.99. Now, I thought, this is crazy. I'll make my own. But even gefilte fish and other staples are up by several dollars this year. Jewish agencies are seeing that impact on their donations, too. So it's costing Jewish agencies about $10 or $20 more to fill a Passover box than last year. That's why they're grateful to get financial help from government, from donors, and from federations. We'll hear firsthand from the front lines coming right up after this message. During World War II, the Nazis began a little-known program of extermination for their own children. In Peter Klenot's new mystery thriller, The Unwanted, 14-year-old Hannah Ziegler is being driven by her grandfather and her psychiatrist to a euthanasia center. 16-year-old Silky Hartenstein graces the cover of Nazi propaganda magazines. Avi Kreisler is a Munich police detective rounded up for Dachau. And a patrician father hopes his son, David McAuliffe, will be elected the first Catholic president of the United States. In The Unwanted, in the aftermath of war, revenge brings these four people together in ways unimaginable. The Unwanted. Do not skip to the last page. Find it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And joining me now are Shelley Feldman and Gail Crystal. They're with the National Council of Jewish Women's Operation in Toronto. And then we'll have Linda Schwartz present. She manages Ottawa's Kosher Food Bank. So this is the 40th anniversary of National Council of Jewish Women's program how are you marking it or is there anything specific that is being done this year well it's not an anniversary like you'd say yay whoopee we've done this for 40 years no 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 it's actually a sad anniversary it's 
40 years of people being hungry and needing food. And unfortunately, the numbers keep going up instead of down. So it's not like this is going to go away. If anything, it will increase if the economy and the cost of food continues. And on the flip side of that, it's 40 years of the Jewish community taking care of these people and making sure that they don't have that they have their food for Pesach and their seders, so that they can enjoy their Pesach like the rest of us who and can come to the table with a seder and a nice meal. Are you seeing the increase in numbers among those the Ukrainian refugees who have come? What are you seeing? Yes, we we did definitely, and we adjusted one of our. Uh, our greetings to include Ukrainian on our happy Passover uh, greeting. And it has Hebrew, Russian, and Ukrainian. So uh, Jewish Immigration Aid does uh, tell us that there are quite a number of Ukrainian refugees that we are going to be supporting this this uh, Pesach. In addition, this year had a huge influx of Holocaust survivors. We weren't even aware that there were that many Holocaust survivors here in the city. And so we received a list with this extra number tipping us from around the 2200 all the way up to almost 3,000 names. So we're, we're at least happy in the sense that we can help them out. We didn't know if we would have the resources or the capacity to do so, and we're, we're pleased that we can help them out. We were discussing this the other day, and we feel that the, one of the, uh, it was suggested that one of the reasons we now have this list is that these people have all aged into the system. 20 years ago, they were functioning 70-year-olds or 65-year-olds, and now they're 85 through 90 to 90 and over. And so now they're getting help from the different communities and services like Circle of Care, like um, Bernard Patel, where beforehand they were um, not in this age group. Okay, so do you like train them first, or is there like something that they... Te- okay, so show me how that works. Shelley right. developed this demo box... And so they could see the ideal packing of a box. So she gave them a great little intro just a few minutes ago, and there were a lot of questions. So what did you tell them, Shelley? First of all, I asked them why they came, and this group, the kids automatically said to pack food for those who don't have uh, and who need food. And then we talked about the history uh, that National Council of Jewish Women started this project 40 years ago with just a few hundred boxes. And now this year, last year was 2,300 boxes, as you know, and this year we're up to 3,000. So just wanted to give them an idea how more people need now than they did back in 1983 and it's a hard concept for kids to understand because they're fed and they just go to the fridge and help themselves whenever they're hungry and their parents make sure but there's all people that they probably all know that are having issues with food uh, security because of the cost which is especially high this year we purchase all of this food from the distributors and 
I know our bills are much, much higher, so our fundraising needs to be even more to cover the costs of the increase of food this year. How much more is it from last year, either of you? Uh, Last year, the food also went up, and we had some uh, costs for delivery and for packing the boxes that we had uh, a company do because of COVID. So, so our financial this year, our uh, foods are higher. I would think probably about thirty to fifty thousand dollars more, at least twenty percent more per product. Even uh, when I compare the cost of the box versus some years ago, it, it's gone up uh, it's significantly per box. Ninety dollars per box for the items inside the box. And it was at least $20 less a few years ago. So last year was also $90? No. Uh, It was probably a little less, probably $80. We try to bring in pre-packs from the store, but being right after COVID and people are out of of sync of the getting of the pre-packs and purchasing them, that we find this year we're getting less than we used to. So what do you mean by free packs? Like when people have a box at the, when no. they go shopping, there's like a big collection and it says for National Council of Jewish there's Women. There's a bag usually on the, on the supermarket checkout counter and it's prepared. And uh, the people put in the food and they try to keep it at a price around 20 or under so that people will buy it. And inside are items that we told them we needed. Or maybe they can't afford to do it this year because prices are so high anyway. Are you finding that? We're finding more distribution problems. I can't speak for prices. We do see, they do seem to be down, so maybe people don't have that extra $20 anymore. They need it for themselves and their families. And joining us now from Ottawa is Linda Schwartz-Present. Welcome to the CJN Daily. Thank you so much for having me here. Okay, talk to me about any things that you've noticed in the recent months in terms of the numbers of clients you're seeing, the need, I know last year, for example, across the board for Passover, and I'm not saying this was true for Ottawa, but for other Jewish communities, their need was up about 20% across the board. And that was because of COVID and poverty. This year, the whole country is worried about high grocery prices and Passover prices is always even more crazy. What do you see in Ottawa? So we actually are seeing the same thing, unfortunately. The the cost of of food has increased. I mean, inflation is tremendous and many people are affected by it. So we put together two things. We have a program called Sponsor a Family. The Ottawa Kosher Food Bank does this. It's called Sponsor a Family. Um, some people sponsor two families. Some people just give a flat rate. It's a it's um, an event that people can donate to for Pesach for uh, the clients. And generally what it was previously was $100 per family. And that would cover all the costs of all the items that we're giving everybody for Passover. Due to inflation, we had to increase that price to $120 per family. No one is surprised by that uh, with the cost of everything going up. And in addition to that, uh, the clients who um, qualify, which is almost all of our clients, they will be getting additional gift cards to a supermarket, to a local supermarket, where they are able to actually go and pick out and choose their own items that they need. You know, some people have different types of allergies. So uh, in terms of numbers, it's really been, it's, it's quite sad. I'm, I'm so grateful that I have the support that I do and I have people I can reach out to. Um, yet I, I feel for 
so many people in the community that are truly, truly experiencing food insecurity. And our numbers have gone up 20% just since January. Whereas um, when I first started uh, two years ago, we had 111 clients and I now up to, I believe it's 131 as of two days ago. From the start of 2023 until now, I have had 10 new clients join me, which is generally what I get in a year. So are they Ukrainian refugees? Who are these people? Great question. So um, I did get an influx of probably about a handful of of new clients, but that was more in the fall between, say, September and December. Uh, One or two of the older couples that we got recently are actually from, they're originally Russians uh, via Israel. They've been living in Israel for many, many years. And the rest of them are locals. And as we know, Chesed starts at home. We need to help the, the local people just as well as as many as the other people who are joining us from other countries. Are you seeing an increase in aging Holocaust survivors that now age out and age up, I guess, and, and need more because they're not earning any money or what have you? Yes. So I would say probably about 40% of my clientele our older Holocaust survivors. And we want them here, as we know, as long as we can have them. And I'm, uh, unfortunately, they need the services, but thank God we are here. And I'm more than happy to, to help them with whatever we can. Okay, one final thing. So you're doing the Passover distribution on top of the regular monthly, or did that, it takes press, it, 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 they don't get the usual box, like for I, April, or they get right, both, so they get two. They're getting both. They're getting both they're getting for- two. March and April. So we have a distribution um, this Monday, and I will be giving everybody their regular distribution, uh, their regular gift cards and Pesach cards. People need these products. I I can't just give Pesach uh, products. It's going to be very busy next week. (laughs) And our uh, second distribution for, for Pesach is on Sunday, April 2nd. And I, I'm, so grateful that I can give out as many of the products that we're giving. We also give out non-perishables um, in terms of like toiletries and things. So it's across the board. People get their non-perishables, whether it's cereal, pasta, cereal, crackers, things like that. We give out raw chicken and raw ground beef, milk, eggs, sometimes juice. We give out produce, toothbrushes, toothpaste, feminine products, incontinence pads, shampoo. I have a volunteer, a good friend who's like this extreme couponer who gets me tons of shampoo and body wash and dish soap and all sorts of amazing things for my products. I put in my order to her and, and please God with between the two of them and, you know, the regular distribution plus the, the Passover products, people will, will be taken care of for the next little bit. Please God. That's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Emmy Gershon in Thornhill. And we'll end the episode with these words from 11-year-old Lev Weinstein and his friend 10-year-old Josh Cates. They're in grade 5 at Leo Beck, and they explain why they came out to stuff boxes for needy people at Passover. Well, our motivation is to obviously help people who can't have a Seder on Passover. And, like, yeah. How does it make you feel what you're doing? Uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Because? Because, like, I want everyone to practice the religion and have Passover and have fun. 
and eat amazing foods. And if you can't afford that, then, well, I want to change that. And what about yourself? Do you know anybody who's uh, not able to afford Passover food? Uh, pers per uh, personally, no, but I'm sure that there are many who can't. And, you know, it's kind of um, sad that they can't because they, they want to follow their religion. So I guess that if by making these boxes, it sort of helps them stay in touch with their religion because they can't, but they want to.